Hello, and welcome to another edition of A Prisoner of My Own Mind. Now, guess what I just had to do? Well, let me tell you. I had just completed a whole 35-minute podcast. And I was just going back through it to listen to see if I needed to make any changes or any addition or uh, edits or anything like that. And my computer decided to have a brain fart. Yes, it did. My computer likes to do that anymore. I don't know why. Well, I do know why because I've got so much stuff on it. Um, but I've got a lot of it on a uh, external drive, so it really shouldn't be doing what it's doing, but it doesn't love me anymore, which seems to be a theme of my life lately. So, anyway, welcome again to a new, brand new episode of my podcast. In today's podcast, I am going to briefly talk about the condition or the um, disorder known as SAD. S-A-D, capital S-A-D, Seasonal Affective Disorder. Now, that's a thing, but now most people or a lot of people call it or know it as the winter blues, okay? Now, but it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Don't let people tell you that it's not. If you feel like you are more depressed during the wintertime or when fall time rolls around, and people tell you, ah, you know, no, it's true. It's a real thing. And you can look it up online if you want to. It'll go into detail and tell you about it and tell you why. But one of the biggest things is because there's less sunlight. And, of course, sunlight produces serotonin. Serotonin, of course, enhances your mood. It helps with depression and all that good stuff, right? So, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not going to try to tell you about it. Just look it up. But I'm telling you, that's now is the time of year that when it really hits 98% of the population of the people that are affected with it. I am affected with it. So, now, oh, happy, happy, joy, joy, I have got sad on top of clinical depression. Panic and anxiety, PTSD. Um, what else in my smorgasbord of mental disorders do I have? Oh, I don't know. So I have to deal with all this stuff. Now, on top of that, the holiday season for me officially starts tomorrow. And now we all know what tomorrow is. And now I'm recording this podcast as of October the 30th, 2018. So, we all know what tomorrow will be. Halloween, yes. The night of ghouls and goblins and little vampires and Frankensteins running around begging for candy. And whatever else they can get their grubby little paws on. But I can't say much because I did the same thing when I was little. And God, I would come back with a haul. I would take, I was a poor boy. I, I, I took a, um, a pillowcase 
And when I got back home, that thing was full. I mean, full. I could uh, I could twist it three times on the top, and that's all I could twist it. So I can't say much. Maybe that's why I turned out to be a fat kid. I don't know. So anyway, sad usually for 98% of the population happens to people during the fall and winter season. Now, it can happen, and it's known as reverse sad for some people, and it happens during the summer, spring and summer season. Now, that's not too, too common, but it does happen. Thank God it don't happen for me because I love the summertime. I absolutely love it. I love the heat. I love the sun. Um, I, it's, you know, everybody says, oh, you're crazy. Because I live in the south, right? And it gets really hot here. And especially where I live in the mountains and stuff, it gets really humid. But I love it. I, I love it. And, you know, I, I sit here. If I'm inside, I sit here. And the only thing I got on. And this don't, you know, I'm not trying to be preverted or nothing. And uh, I don't think any of y'all have seen any of my pictures or anything. But uh, I sit here and the only thing I got on is a pair of shorts. That's it. And I got a fan blowing on me. I'm perfectly happy. I, well, I'm never happy, but I'm perfectly, con you know what I'm saying. So, but during the wintertime. I have to put on all these clothes. I have to put on like like right now. I'm sitting here and I got a pair of sweatpants on. I got a hoodie on. And I've got a heater behind me. Which I haven't turned on yet. But I probably will because the temperature is dropping. I hate that. I, I really do. I do not like cold weather. And that contributes to the sad. Okay. When I look out the window and I see snow falling, to a lot of people, that is oh so pretty. Oh, that is so gorgeous. Just look how beautiful that snowfall is on the trees and the mountains. Look how beautiful that looks out there. Uh-uh. You know what that means to me? That means slick roads, really, really cold weather outside, Having to walk through snow. I don't really like to put on high shoes or anything. I like to walk around in my little moccasin shoes or my little boat shoes or whatever you call it. So if I have to go check the mail, that means I've actually got to put on shoes that you got to tie up and all this other stuff. And so if I do actually try to walk through, you know, the snow, then I get snow. Sorry, that was my phone. It went wee wee. So I got a message or something. Um... Then I get all, it's cold, it's it's miserable. It is a miserable time of year, miserable. Why people like it and love it is beyond me, totally and completely beyond me. I'm, I'm, especially people in the South, people that live in the South like I do. Why do you like winter time? Why? If you like winter so much, move your ass to the North. Put yourself up there somewhere in Pennsylvania or Minnesota or Ohio or Michigan or somewhere like that. Move up there. You know, that's my that's that's the way I look at it anyway. But uh, I could be wrong, you know. Now, a lot of you 
that have been listening to my podcasts for a while may be sitting there thinking, gee, now Tim don't sound too depressed or, or anything here on this podcast. That's That's a different sound for Tim. Well, let me explain to you why. The reason for that is this. Remember that job that I had that I told you about in a few episodes of the podcast? The customer service job. Well, I was recently, wasn't cleared for work, but I was recently, uh, my leave of absence recently ran out as of this past Monday, day before yesterday, or yesterday. And I was sent an email by my boss that uh, I would be returning to work on Monday, which was yesterday. And then, of course, I received a couple of more emails letting me know that my uh, giving me my new password and such and such and so on and so forth. And I'm like, well, I thought that I was um, still under leave until the 31st of this month. I get an email back saying, nope, you have uh, ran out of time. So you will be returning to work. And we are looking so forward to you coming back and applying your excellent customer service skills, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, Monday morning rolls around. I drag my happy ass out of bed about 6 o'clock because I'm all freaked out and worried about it. And um, not to mention I had uh, was expecting my son back that day. And I wasn't really exactly sure how I was going to do that because, you know, I can't, I couldn't do the job with my son here uh, because, you know, I take, I would be taking calls and so on and so forth. And you can't do that with people around you. So anyway, I was going to give it a shot. And what I was going to do is I was going to go ahead and clock in and, you know, Work up until about 3 o'clock, 3.15, somewhere around in there. And then I was going to say, I can't do this right now. I'm going to have to take a break and then log out. Okay, so. Uh, I was getting everything uh, ready to go. I was getting ready to start getting everything set up to log in. And I had the very worst panic attack that I have had in years folks i this panic attack was so bad that i tasted copper in my mouth it literally and and i I thought i was going to faint or pass out i thought my heart was beating so fast i thought it was going to literally beat out of my chest all because i knew that i was getting ready to clock in and take phone calls from customers my anxiety was that bad my anxiety was 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 controlling my body and controlling me that bad and uh it took over it literally took over my bodily functions and my brain and i couldn't do it couldn't do it so i was forced to take a couple of pills that you know the doctor prescribed me and after about an hour i was supposed to clock in at 11 o'clock my time so uh this was about nine o'clock or nine thirty that this happened. So um, by it was a few minutes before eleven o'clock, I emailed my bosses and I let them know that I would no longer be working 
for the company and why. It was a hard decision, but it was an easy decision. The hard part is because of the money, um, which, of course, I've not had a regular paycheck since June. Um, I've not had a paycheck since June. But it was easy because now I don't have it lingering in the back of my mind that I'm eventually going to have to go back to work and I'm eventually going to have to start taking calls from these people for this company that has shitty service and they want to just keep pushing service on people that don't want it. And, oh, there's so much that goes into it, folks, I'm telling you. But anyway, aside from that, um, that's no longer in the back of my mind. So that, oddly enough, took uh, pressure off of off of me. So that, that helped a little bit with my panic. Not a lot, but some. And um, so I'm no longer, but I am doing freelance writing uh, through another, um, through this company online called Text Broker. Um, so, um, but now with freelance, when you do anything freelance, of course, you have to work it. You've got to do it. So if you don't work, you don't get paid. Um, but I love to write. I love to write. That's something I've always loved to do. So that really should not, I mean, it, I've been working at it now for a couple of weeks and it really, it's not a really big deal. Uh, it's just, you know, making sure that I do it the way the customer wants it done. Um, I don't have to speak to the customer. I don't have to talk to the customer. I don't have any contact with the customer. And that's really great for me. That's what I want. I want to be left alone. I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with people. And that is one of my big things, dealing with people. As you well know, if you have anxiety disorder, you know, uh, and you have the, the kind like I have, you the social the, uh, social anxiety. You don't want to deal with people. So, um, getting back to why my voice sounds more upbeat, that's part of the reason, and the other big part of the reason is I had to make a decision. Yesterday, the decision I had to make was while I was laying down after the major panic attack hit and I took the medicine, I had two choices and it was all, this is what was going through my mind. I had two choices. Choice number one, pick up the phone, call the rescue squad and have them take me to the mental hospital and I would check myself in for a couple of months. Or choice number two, force my brain into a more upbeat pattern so I could at least try to train my brain to be at least try to be more. more upbeat. I'm, I, I really can't say more happy because I don't think that's even possible for me anymore. I really don't. I've talked to my psychiatrist about it, about my happiness thing, and she really doesn't have an answer, or if she does, she's not really give it to me. 
And uh, I, I haven't figured it out on my own. I know that I'm not happy. I know that. Um, it's, And I'm sorry for saying um so much. It's just a habit. I'm going to try to stop doing that. I'm going to try to train myself to stop feeling, you know, to do the fill-in ums and uhs and ahs and such and so on and so forth. It's, uh, let's see, there we go again. Uh, a habit. I'm either going to have to do that or I'm really going to have to start editing my podcasts because there's quite a few in it. And I mean, I don't mind editing. It's, it, it just takes longer to do it. And I'm lazy. I mean, I'll admit that I'm lazy. So it's either do that and keep doing it and edit the podcasts with the ums and the ahs and the uhs and such and leave them in there and let you guys have the little pauses in between when I talk or not edit it or, or edit it and not have any of that in there or train myself not to do it like, you know, newscasters and so on and so forth does it's hard to do i did it once before because i did videos for about six months to a year and i trained myself not to say um and uh so much it's hard to do if you think about it then that's something that people don't do they don't think about how many times that they say the well they're not really words but the feelings a day or, or during a conversation they don't think about how many times they say um uh like it's things like that that but i have because i make podcasts and i also make videos or i was making videos i haven't made one in quite a while but i'm getting ready to get back into it i'm getting ready to start making videos again i have made a couple of videos uh or three or so for my Instagram and if you want my Instagram and my Twitter and all that stuff I'm getting ready to put all that stuff up on the website you know my website a prisoner of my own mind dot wordpress dot com you can always go there I mean it's free you don't have to pay nothing if you want to get notifications of new podcasts if you're not subscribed on another platform uh if you you can go there and you could subscribe you can sign up if you've got a wordpress account you can subscribe if you don't you can subscribe with your email and every time i post a new podcast it will send you an email letting you know that a new one has been posted uh, there will be no other spam, no other emails or anything like that unless I have some kind of special whatever or something like that. Speaking of specials, which was kind of a segue into what I was going to talk about next, is a maybe Thanksgiving special podcast and a Christmas special podcast. Quite possibly. It really depends. Because I don't believe that I will have my son on Thanksgiving day and i don't believe i'll have him on christmas day or night so that would give me the opportunity to make a podcast it's hard to do when he's here because he's eight years old and you know how eight-year-olds are they're very hyper and 
it's just impossible to do. So uh, it's uh, a, a possibility that I will be making a special podcast on those two days. Now, I will warn you right now that they will probably not be very happy or upbeat, but it will just be me speaking from the heart and talking about, I don't know, maybe times past and what I miss and things like that, okay? So, anyway, like I said, that was kind of a segue into my next subject, the holidays. Like I said earlier, tomorrow begins officially for me the holiday season it begins with halloween and it does not end until january the second okay that's my holiday season and i hate it i absolutely hate it and let me tell you why even if you don't want to hear it now if you don't want to hear this of course you always have the option of hitting pause or stop or whatever Okay, but please don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. Just keep listening because it's going to be interesting. I promise. First, Thanksgiving. All right. We all know the tradition of Thanksgiving. The pilgrims and the Indians and all that stuff, right? Okay, so over the years and such and such, it evolved into... We all gather around and give thanks for our blessings and such throughout the year. Okay? And everybody gathers around. You have your family and they all gather around and there's a great big huge meal made. And you got your turkey and the stuff made around it. Okay? Now we used to do that. We used to do that. And up until two years, three years ago, I did that. Of course, I didn't make the big turkey because none in my family like the dark meat. We always just like the breast part, the white meat. And uh, so I would always just buy like, you know, a pretty decent sized turkey breast. And then I would make, you know, all the sides around it. And it would be me and mom and my son and my brother and, you know, maybe one or two other people. Maybe. Usually it was just us four. So, um, but now back when I was young, I mean, you know, we had a house full. There was a house full of people for Thanksgiving. And mom made like this huge, huge dinner. I mean, it was like turkey, ham, and God almighty, there was a bunch of other stuff that went along with it. So now, Thanksgiving to me means nothing. Literally, nothing. Um... To me, it is just, um, it's a day. I don't plan on doing anything for the day of Thanksgiving. I do not plan on buying any type of turkey whatsoever, turkey breast or otherwise. Uh, do not, I do not plan on making any type of dinner for, for the day of Thanksgiving. I do not plan on doing anything for the day of thanksgiving other than like i said before possibly making a special thanksgiving day broadcast uh, podcast almost said broadcast i'm not on radio i'm podcasting right right now christmas we all know 
what Christmas is supposed to be about. It's not about that anymore. I think of Christmas and enjoy Christmas for the reason for the season. I do not think of Christmas for presents and running around until my brain completely explodes and it's running out my ears trying to find this perfect gift for this one person that is so hard to buy for and spending hundreds or thousands of dollars on presents for people that will forget about them in a month or that's ridiculous to me I, I and and I'm not I'm not a happy person so I don't have any Christmas joy used to when I was growing up it was a little bit after Halloween somewhere between Halloween and Thanksgiving that I would kind of start getting the Christmas spirit it would kind of start tickling a little bit you know in the pit of your stomach they don't happen not know anymore uh, that that stopped in 2001 literally that's when my first wife passed away uh, my real Christmas spirit, that's when my real Christmas spirit went away. Now, for the years following that, you know, I did try to to keep up some semblance of Christmas spirit for my son, uh, my first son, who was nine when she passed away at the time, you know, and I would still put up Christmas tree, do the presents and, you know, and all that stuff. Um, and then of course, mom, you know, she was still mom. Then we would come up here and so on and so forth. And then over to his other grandparents. But now, you know, go from, especially after my second wife did what she did in 2011 or 12, whenever it was, you know, there's nothing there. I have nothing. There's no, there's no nothing other than the fact that, and in my belief, whether it's yours or not, and that's fine, I'm not saying nothing against it, but my belief, Jesus was born. That's his birthday. That's all it means to me. That's all Christmas means to me. That's it. Nothing. Uh, I don't have any ha ha ha, ho ho ho's, jolly lolly laws, or anything like that. Don't have it. Ain't gonna happen. Don't put up a Christmas tree. Don't want to put up a Christmas tree. Used to, I would love to put up a Christmas tree. Well, I really wouldn't enjoy the actual act of putting the tree up, but I would enjoy after having it put up and everything was all settled out and everything. And later that night, sitting on the couch or the chair with the lights off, turn the lights on on the tree, grab a beer, grab a coffee, grab a tea or whatever. And just, you know, and at that time we had a fireplace, you know, turn the fireplace on and just sit there and relax, chill out, watch the tree with the lights blinking or however, you know, you have the lights going or whatever. Look at the beautiful little angel or the beautiful star or whatever it is you may have up on the top of the tree. Um, that's, you know, that, that at that time and then that's what I enjoyed. I don't have that now. I don't put up a tree now i don't put christmas lights up now i don't want to i don't enjoy it i don't care about it 
I don't have any Christmas joy. I don't have any Christmas spirit. And I don't want any. Okay, I have an eight-year-old son, and I do wish that I could, um, what's the word, uh, gather up gumption or whatever the word that's equivalent to that may be enough for him. But the thing is, during that time of year, he's with his mother more than he's with me. So there's really no reason for me to put up a Christmas tree, which is a scrawny little tree to begin with, in some corner of a small little living room that I have that I have no room for to start with and sit there. There's just no, there's no reason because nobody, nobody, nobody comes here. It's like I told you before in one of my other podcasts. Since my, the day of my mommy's funeral, there's not been one single solitary person walk through my door to come and visit me. To just visit. Nobody. And that was on January the 7th, I believe. Since that day, I have not had one single person, people, to come and visit me. Not one. So what's the purpose of me doing a Thanksgiving anything, dinner or meal or anything, or put up a Christmas tree, decorate it, and just have myself sitting here looking at it by myself and maybe have my son up here for one day or a few hours a day for a couple of days. What's the purpose? There is no purpose. Not for me. Christmas, these Christmas shows that you see on TV don't want nothing to do with that bullshit. I follow Candace Bure, or as most of you may know her as DJ from Full House. I follow her on Instagram. And uh, she just recently, like last week, finished wrapping up her Christmas special for Hallmark Channel. Now, this is October. Now, I understand that they have to do it like really early. And they have to get everything all edited and put together and this and that and everything else to get it ready to air on the Hallmark Channel. My problem is this. They start airing these things before Thanksgiving. Don't do that. That's stupid. Christmas does not come in Thanksgiving, people. It's the same way with Walmart and all these other department stores. They start putting Christmas out before Thanksgiving. No, don't do that. That's ignorant. Okay, yeah, it might be good for sales, but I mean, come on. Back when I was little, you didn't see a Christmas tree in a store until somewhere around the 1st of December. Actually, to be honest with you, my biggest Christmas store was the Sears catalog. The, the Sears Christmas catalog. How many of you remember that? Oh, that was my favorite time of the year. Whenever my uncle and aunt would come home and after, you know, they would pick up the mail and they would come home and they would throw that big old 
fat catalog down on on the on the the couch or the table or whatever. And there would be Santa Claus sitting on uh, sitting there with a bunch of kids all around him under a big this big old Christmas tree and all these toys and stuff around it. And where's the first place I'd go? Flip, 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 straight to the back to the toys. That's where I'd go. And for a solid two months or month or whatever, that's where I mean that that's what I mean. I kept it beside of me the whole time. And I would sit there, and I would look, and I would look, and I would wish. I'd take a pen, and I'd circle, and I'd circle, and I'd mark, and I'd arrow, and I'd like to have this, and Santa bring me this, and Santa bring me that. Did he? No. Ever? No. But, hey, I was a kid, you know. I didn't know that Santa didn't look at the Sears Christmas catalog. So, anyway... Sad. S-A-D. Do you have it? Do you have the winter blues? Do you have the same situation and problem and disgruntlements that I have with the holiday season? Are you disgusted by people that you see out that are laughing and so happily joyful and ha 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 and, oh I'm so happy it's Christmas time and oh let's make this great big Thanksgiving dinner for 50 people that's in my family and they're going to come and sit around my dinner table and we're all going to laugh and be happy and talk and remember the good old days who who does that or who listens to me that does that? I'd like to know. If you'd like to, you can go to the website and tell me. Um, I'd really like to, would really would like to know that. I don't have that. And you know what? I don't want that. I really don't. I, 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 I've got to the point in my life, just like I told uh, my, my psychiatrist the last time I went to see her. I don't want anybody around. I mean, other than just for a few, maybe a couple, three, four hours or something like that. I don't, I don't want to be around people. You know, uh, I just, uh, I just don't. And, uh, you know, I had somebody ask me the other day. Um, we was talking on Messenger and she said, I, I just don't understand why you're single. And, and well, I said, well, mainly because I want to be. Because I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to have that. Uh, I, I just don't. And uh, it's because of everything that's happened to me. And it all started in 2001. And it, it's all been downhill ever since then. And people can understand that. Some people can, maybe. Maybe you can. Maybe you that are listening to this podcast right now and has had to deal with shitty relationships throughout your life. Or you have been dealt the joker hand like I have for 18 years or 17 years. Um, you know, you can understand. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's I don't, I don't need somebody else in my life to make me happy 
but I'm not happy. See, that's the whole thing. That is the, um, that's the conundrum. That's the, I can't think of the word right now, but anyway, that's, that's the whole issue. I'm not happy, but I'm lonely. And I'm lonely because I'm not happy. And I don't have anybody, but I don't want anybody. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. And I've thought about it. And I've thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. But what can I do? Because I, I really, 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 really do not want to be in a committed relationship. Now, friends with benefits, that's a whole total different subject. And we can talk about that the next time. Or some other time. But, um... I'm running like over time now. <laughs> this is the longest one I've ever made. So I would like to say thank you to each and every one of you that listen to my podcast, that have subscribed to my podcasts, that have subscribed to the website and listened to me from the website or listen to me from any of the uh, platforms that I am on now. I appreciate you. I really, really do. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And like I said, I feel like when I'm talking into this big white microphone that's in front of my face, I feel like I'm talking to you. And I feel like you're listening to me. So, until next time, I will definitely catch you guys on the flip side.